In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. I think far too often we imagine that the work of God is being done by someone else in some other place, in some far-off circumstance, when in fact the work of God is to be done right where we are. It's done by ordinary people who just yield themselves to an extraordinary God. That's the example we find in my favorite Bible couple. I introduced them to you last time we were together, Aquila and Priscilla. I'd like us to get a little better acquainted today, if possible, and uh, let me show you some things that I believe God did in them and through them that he wants to do in and through us. The most obvious thing that I would point out about this favorite couple of ours is that they serve the Lord together. There's the operative word, together. Did you know that every time, every time Aquila's name is mentioned, Priscilla's name is also mentioned? Did you know every time that Priscilla's name is mentioned, Aquila's name is always mentioned? They are never mentioned apart. It's like every time they thought of one, they immediately thought of the other. And I tell you, that's the way it's supposed to be, two becoming one. Oh, the beautiful oneness that Christ can bring in a marriage, not just a physical oneness or a geographical oneness, but a spiritual oneness and that's evidenced by the fact that this husband and wife team that we meet in Acts chapter 18 are always together. Remember Acts 18 verse 2, he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy with his wife Priscilla. I love that expression, with his wife. She's with him, he's with her. Uh, did you know, remember I said to you last time that they're mentioned in four different New Testament books. Did you know that sometimes when they're mentioned, Priscilla's name is listed first? That's been very interesting to me. wonder why that is. Uh, there have been a lot of people who have surmised about this. Maybe she was the more outgoing one. Maybe she, uh, in her personality, was a little more um, upfront than her husband. That's possible. God makes people different. But one thing I know, no matter which one is mentioned first by name, they were a team. They were always together, and they had one purpose. There was a beautiful unity. The psalmist said, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. There's nothing like unity in a family. Might I say the flip side of that is also true. There's nothing worse than division in a family. Do not let the devil divide. Friend, Satan's math is always division. He's always seeking to divide and to subtract. Uh, divine math, God is always adding and multiplying. By the way, the divine math in marriage is one plus one equals one. See, he figures differently than we do. One husband, one wife, connected to one Christ, makes one. They served the Lord together. A second thing that I would point out to you is that they served God right where they were. It wasn't that they uh, had to, to go to some different place. Just wherever God had them in his providence, they started right where they were. 
The Bible says in verse 3 that because he, that's Paul, was of the same craft, he abode with them and wrought, for by their occupation they were tent makers. They were used of God right in their location, right where they were, uh, in Corinth, to make a difference. We pointed that out last time, in an ungodly place, a godly couple. But they were also used of God in their occupation. I think sometimes we get the idea that only someone in full-time ministry can make a difference. No, these people made tents for a living, and Paul worked alongside them. But they're going to make a tremendous impact for the kingdom's sake. So serve the Lord together, and then serve God right where you are. A third thing that I would point out to you about them is that they supported God's servant. Uh, There's a preacher here by the name of Paul who needed some support. Let me tell you, he needed some encouragement. They didn't just live with him and work with him. They were with him. In verse number 12, the Bible says that Paul was brought to the judgment seat. He got called on the carpet, so to speak, for preaching the gospel. And in verse 18, uh, the Bible says, And Paul, after this, tarried there yet a good while, and then took his leave of the brethren, and sailed thence into Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila. Here's a man who's going through a difficult season. He's being persecuted. He's being chased. He's being watched. And yet Priscilla and Aquila are willing to still be with him. And do you see this this oneness not only with one another, but their oneness in the things of God? Uh, they, They looked at things spiritually. These people were not in it for what they could get out of it. And they gave themselves to the Lord, to the servants of Christ, to the work of God. One of the other references to Aquila and Priscilla in the New Testament is in Romans 16. And Paul refers to them there as his helpers in Christ Jesus. They supported, they helped in the work of the Lord. And then a fourth thing that I would point out to you about them is that they faithfully were hearing the word of God. Uh, The Bible says they lived with Paul in verse 3, and in the very next verse it says, And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. So the very next picture is of him preaching and teaching the word of God. In verse number 7, where is he? He's teaching and preaching the word of God in the synagogue. And again in verse number 26, there's another preacher by the name of Apollos preaching and teaching in the synagogue. Guess who's there to hear him? Aquila and Priscilla heard him in the synagogue. You see, I believe this family realized the importance of the Scriptures. And if you want to have the kind of home that God wants you to have, that's not just about taking all the wrong things out of it. That's about putting the right things into it. Faithfully put your family under the preaching and teaching of God's Word. Read the Bible together as a family, but be in the place where God's preacher is preaching and teaching the truth. Uh, I'm telling you, your kids will be the blessed beneficiary of that, and so will you. And then, if I could point out one more thing from Acts 18, we learn from our favorite couple. They not only served the Lord together and started right where they were and supported the preacher and faithfully heard the word of God, but then they taught others what they had been taught. In fact, when you come to the end of the chapter, they're not just being taught, they're teaching. Remember, they're in the synagogue, and there's a a preacher there by the name of Apollos who was quite an orator, a great speaker. And the Bible says in verse 26, And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And before you think that this is a couple trying to straighten the preacher out, that's not what the implication is here. Instead, Apollos was a man who the Bible says had been instructed in the ways of the Lord, but he only knew up to the baptism of John. There was so much about Christ and spiritual truth 
that they had learned from the Apostle Paul that Apollos had never heard, so they graciously, humbly, privately took him unto them and said, let us share with you what we have learned. Oh, I love that picture. They're, they are relaying what they have received. And could I simply point out that when you come to the end of Acts chapter 18, this chapter we've been studying, Apollos preaches with great power, mightily convinces the Jews, lots of people get saved. I submit to you, Aquila and Priscilla had a part in that. We think it's the preacher, but very often it's the prayers behind the preachers. It's those who are encouraging God's servants. It's those who have invested in God's servants. You may never be the one to stand on a platform and give a sermon. You may never be known in some big public venue. But, oh, you can take what you are learning and you can teach it to someone else. Can I just challenge you today? Start where you are. Serve the Lord together right where you are. Support God's servant. Keep yourself under the Word of God and then take what you're hearing and pass it on to somebody else. Look, you can't reach everybody, but you can reach someone. You can't go everywhere, but you can serve somewhere. You can't do everything, but you can do something. By God's grace, determine today to start where you are. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.